Now is a great time to replace your worn-out windows during the Renewal by Anderson 25-Year Savings Event. Upgrade your home today. Buy four windows and get the fifth one free. Plus, get 12 months with no interest, no money down, and no payments. Call now. Get four windows and get the fifth one free. Installation and warranty included. Renewal by Anderson takes every CDC-recommended safety precaution to protect your family. For 25 years, people have trusted us for their window replacement needs, and you can too. Call now to learn about our buy four, get the fifth one free window replacement offer. 800-413-6992. That's 800-413-6992. Interest accrues from date of purchase, but is waived if paid in full within 12 months. We've adjusted our operations to serve you safely following all CDC guidelines. Visit RenewalByAnderson.com for details. This is Sports Overnight America with your host, Jeff Rich. Hello, good evening, everyone, and welcome in. It is Foul Territory on Sports Overnight America. Jeff Rich with you from Phoenix, Arizona. Jen Rich is taking the night off, but fear not. Not going to be one voice all the way through. I've got... Shane Koenig with me from Colorado, and I could call him a correspondent, a contributor, but uh, you know, let's call it what it is this evening, uh, co-host of the program. Welcome in, Shane. Thank you. I am the man of many hats, not the the woman of many hats. I'm, I'm subbing in. That, that's right. That's right. How, how many hats would you estimate that you own? Uh, over 20. Over 20? Easily. Okay. Okay. Uh, I, I too am over 20 as is, uh, Jen. She's actually, uh, using all of her hats woven together to, uh, you know, to get her beauty sleep and, uh, hopefully <laughs> get, get back on the air here at some point with us. Uh, you know, it, it's, it's not jet lag. It's not the time change necessarily. And, you know, I've, I've told our audience here that, uh, you know, we went to Chicago or we went to Illinois for the weekend. We had to fly in and out of O'Hare, but, uh, spent very little time in Cook County and just the, the temperature change. By the way, we left, uh, the 80 degree climates and the Phoenix open in our rear view to, uh, visit, uh, 12 degree Northern Illinois in the month of February. But, uh, you know, we had, something that we had to attend to there so uh that that was our top priority and we just kind of hung out in the hotel man we watched the super bowl watched the end of the phoenix open I actually missed the beginning of the super bowl because um i didn't have a, a clock in my purview and <laughs> i just uh you know because uh, you know we had a suite so we had a common area then we had the uh the bedroom and jen's in the bedroom and she tells me she's like well i'll put the super bowl on in here i was like oh yeah that's uh that's probably about to start any time now it's just like yeah like five minutes ago not five minutes of clock time but five, or not five minutes of you know real time but five minutes of clock time i think there was like 948 left in the first quarter it was still scoreless <laughs> but i had missed a, a good chunk of the super bowl uh but uh i think i caught all the good parts uh jane Shane Koenig in colorado jeff rich here in phoenix arizona it's foul territory on sports overnight america this is the sports byline broadcast network and we'll be right back
Exergen would like you to know about an important new study by the FDA. It confirms what the medical community has always known. Non-contact thermometers are not accurate, and they fail to meet FDA requirements for accuracy and labeling. With new strains of COVID on the rise, we can't afford to tolerate rampant false temperature readings from non-contact thermometers. Accurate temperature measurements are essential. You need Exergen thermometers because they are accurate and backed by over 100 clinical studies. Be sure. Be accurate with Exergen. Learn more at exergen.com. I know you've been waiting a little bit longer than normal. Jen's manicure spot needs an extra pair of hands. Who's at the front desk right now? Someone who's handy with everything from nail files to spreadsheet files. Deidre's not coming in today, but we have that whole bachelorette party. Indeed can help her hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. Instant Match instantly connects you with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your sponsored job description. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. I need to be able to work from anywhere, so I need to have supplies, well, everywhere. It's possible at Staples. I need the same setup for my home as I have at the office, without twice the cost. Also possible, because your local Staples store has the tools your business needs to get work done. Now get 40% back in a Staples store bonus when you buy any two Inker toner cartridges. Explore what's new at Staples, the working and learning store. Ends 115, limit two in-store only. See staplesconnect.com slash store bonus for details. Sure, we have 30 seconds to tell you that drivers who switch to Progressive could save big. But then what? We could romance the legal copy. It never gets the attention it deserves. And some lawyer worked real hard on it. So take it away, lawyer. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National annual average insurance savings by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive in 2020. Potential savings will vary. Now that was some beautiful legal. Well done, lawyer. Well done. Here's a simple solution for you. If you have back pain, knee pain, or any other pain in your body, it's as simple as drinking a glass of water every day. Your body is over 60% water, and drinking the best water you can get is crucial for your health. Echo Antioxidant Water, developed by Synergy Science, is the best water you can drink, and it's only available through this special radio offer. Over 1,000 research studies have shown that the powerful antioxidant used in Echo Antioxidant Water can reduce inflammation, improve brain function, help you sleep better, and boost gut health. With just two glasses a day, you can experience these benefits right from the comfort of your home. Some people have even replaced their morning coffee jolt with Echo Antioxidant Water. Call now and learn which Echo product by Synergy Science is right for you. We offer free shipping and a full 30-day money-back guarantee. Change your health by simply changing your water. 800-944-1789. 800-944-1789. That's 800-944-1789. You're listening to Sports Overnight America with Jeff Rich. Welcome back in, everyone. It's Foul Territory on Sports Overnight America. Jeff Rich in Phoenix, Arizona. Shane Koenig in Denver, Colorado, or nearby, uh, somewhat adjacent to Denver, but that's the uh, community that uh, you all know, so we'll just uh, refer to it <laughs> as such. I, I've upgraded you from the Rocky Mountain Correspondent, which is uh, you know, still a lot of fun for me to say, uh, but it, you know, in you know, in, in the fashion of honesty, I have to say that uh, you know, I really appreciate everybody I've got from everywhere that uh, you know that hops on the line with me and 
you know, not only gets the job done with the show, but I like hearing, you know, different perspectives on the world of sports because sometimes I, you know, I got to check myself before I wreck myself. I think that the, uh, that is always the goal um, for, for most people. I mean, the whole idea of around the horn ESPN was trying to do it to try to get perspectives from all across America. Back in the day, Colin Cowherd did it on his show where he tried to stop in. And people just stop, don't really care. In lar- they don't get enough viewership in the media markets to uh, feel like it's necessary. But I, I love hearing it because you get people that um, can feel your pain when it comes to the Cleveland Browns uh, having struggles for so long and then having some success. And the Chiefs having kind of a similar thing and then winning a Super Bowl and how in different perspectives those are in different uh, kind of levels and different uh, trajectories of that of that uh, process I guess you should say and then um, just having people that whine and complain about their team when their team has had years of success and that's where I think it's really interesting that people hear about with Chiefs fans where they I mean I complained about it too um, about not getting to the Super Bowl this year because we didn't run the ball enough it's like you do realize that for like 30 years we were horrible um, if not longer. And the same thing with the Royals. And they, they, people talk about that and perspectives of, hey, if you're a Yankee fan and your team doesn't get to a World Series, it's a failure. If the Royals get to the playoffs, it's a success and we love them and we'll have a borderline parade for them. So different perspectives and different feelings about different seasons and sports makes it all worthwhile and, and hearing from different people. Going to to a game at the Big K between the Royals and the Blue Jays. I was actually just talking to you about our little uh, Midwest uh, baseball road trip that we took in uh, 2018. But uh, w- what great hospitality they offer at the K. I mean, you know, everybody, you know, the, the Chick-fil-A gets kind of knocked for being my pleasure chicken because that's always the response that they use. And, uh any comment that you had that, you know, every, all the stadium personnel is just, you know, welcome to the K and, uh, you know, I, I appreciated that. Uh, I, I think that you and I, uh, you know, we're two West coast voices with, um, you know, at least pseudo Midwest, uh, roots and yeah. we're, you know, we're in the flyover. So, you know, we give a different uh, perspective, uh, than you're going to get from LA or, you know, a transplant like Colin Coward, who's gone from Seattle to Vegas to Hartford, Connecticut, and then back across the country, uh, to Los Angeles as a, a very West coast bias type of guy, even when he was in Hartford, uh, unless he was talking about like Tom Brady and the Patriots. I always felt like he wanted to fit in and he felt like he fit in and was part of the cool crowd when he's on the West coast. And I, I feel like, um, I was never, I never wanted to be the cool kid. It, I played sports. I was an athlete. Um, I peak performance my junior and senior year of high school. And I was okay with that. I knew I wasn't going to go to college to play sports or football or basketball or anything in between. Um, so I, I enjoyed my time playing sports and trying to pay attention to it and wanted to be in broadcasting. Um, and it was always a very different perspective when I watch people talk about their teams and, and how they're fitting in on the coast. You know, you hear about New York, like the Mets, people talk about the Mets, who cares? Like no one cares about the Mets except for people in New York. They just have such a big population that people talk about it all the time. And I felt like I never really cared about 
the popular kids' opinion, and in sports, that means the coasts. Um, I've always been a, a Royals fan, a Rockies fan, a Jazz fan, a, a, a University of Missouri fan, and a Chiefs fan. So it's like I've never really prescribed to that being uh, whatever was popular when I was younger. That's who I ended up cheering for. I was always loyal to the same teams my whole life. And it's really interesting because my dad is super, was super loyal, too, to all of his fan fandom. But he built his fandom on the idea that the teams that when he was younger were really good, he just stuck with them. So he was born in, in St. Louis. Well, there was no professional football team at the time. So the professional football team that was great at the time that he really latched on to were the Steelers. So he was always a Steelers fan. He never changed that fandom. The basketball team at the time that he latched on to that was really good were the Celtics. Never changed that fandom. Never been to Boston. Didn't have any connection to it geographically. No one is from there. They were just really good at the time, and he stuck with them. And then, of course, he was a Cardinals fan. So those were his three teams, but it wasn't formed out of anything else other than they're really good. I felt a connection to them. I'm going to stick with them until I literally pass away at the in my 60s. I'm always going to cheer for those teams. And I never figured that out because I always latched onto the teams that I was either had lived in the town or my family was connected to, and it kind of got passed down to me, but they've never been the coastal super popular teams. And so it's always good to have those different perspectives for sure. Yeah. I was tunneled into, you know, everything was very local. You know, we didn't have the internet. So uh, I think that my fourth grade class, we had a pen pal program with a you know <laughs> elementary school in, uh, in Massachusetts, but uh, I never really got any conflicting opinion unless we went down to the ballpark and it was, mm-hmm. you know, it was always adults too, you know, so, you know, yeah. a 10 year old, 12 year old, you get a couple of, uh, you get a couple of Yankees fans, uh, you know, that drove over from the Bronx for the weekend. Uh, you're going to get a very stereotypical New York and it wasn't really indicative of, uh, you know, what New York actually is and what the people are actually about there. Uh, so I was always locked in, like, hey, you know, the, the Ohio State, the Cleveland Indians, the Browns, they're the good guys, and, you know, the Steelers, Michigan, uh, and the Yankees are, are, are all the bad guys, and uh, I didn't really hit that melting pot until... I went to boot camp and we didn't have access to the outside world. So there were not a lot of sports conversations even going on, uh, you know, in the, in the barracks until you, you know, you, until you got past student status, uh, and you were allowed to live, you know, live your life like normal. But, uh, you know, that melting pot didn't come to me until I was almost 20 years old. And, uh, I met people from Michigan. I met people that root for, rooted for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now they weren't for Pittsburgh or anything, but, uh, I, you know, I, I slowly got diversified and then you see this you know the, the internet and like i was never all that bothered by cleveland never really even competing for a championship save a couple of uh, uh indians world series appearances in my lifetime uh that i i never really thought about it I never really obsessed about it. It, it you know uh there was everybody that you know talking you know when lebron was uh you know put them on the doorstep that the city was um you know, cursed since 1964. I never heard that before in my life. It was just, yeah. you know, the Indians were always dreadful. The The Browns were royalty until Art Modell fired Paul Brown. They won one more championship. Uh, Modell drove Jim Brown into retirement, uh, eventually uh, moved the team to Baltimore, and then fired uh, Bill Belichick. 
but you know, I was always very good guys, bad guys with the home team uh, versus the away teams, and I don't think that I, I you know, other than the, the teams that I was exposed to, the Cubs through WGN, the Mets through WOR. And the uh, Braves through the uh, TBS Superstation. That was my exposure to not Indians games. So I I know a lot more National League baseball from the 80s because it was such a larger chunk of my uh, viewing experience watching sports growing up. I I was about to say you were at to to boot camp and you had conversations and met people from Michigan. And you met people that cheered for the Steelers. And you got out and realized... They were still the bad guys. You had those conversations, and you're like, I still don't like you. Oh, no question. <laughs> no question. I, I'm, glad, I'm glad you shut down the uh, the myth that I might have put out there you know, prior to being called to the carpet there. More with Shane Koenig on the other side. I'm Jeff Ritz. Just follow Territory on Sports Overnight America, and we'll be right back. need to sell your home? If you've sold a home before, you remember how stressful and expensive it was. Sold.com is here to help you sell your home for the most money and with the least amount of stress. There are new ways to sell your home that you've never heard of before. Did you know there are companies who will offer you cash for your home? Did you know you could trade in your home for a new one? Did you know there are realtors who will sell your home for a flat fee instead of an expensive commission? It's true. Sold.com services are free. So if you're looking to sell, make this free phone call right now and learn how your next home sale can be faster and easier than you ever thought possible. Pick up your cell phone and call right now. 800-449-1759-800-449-1759-800-449-1759. Again, that's 800-449-1759. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. 800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down, 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. 
When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. You're listening to Sports Overnight America with Jeff Rich. We're back, everyone. Shane Kinnigan, Colorado. Jeff Rich in Phoenix, Arizona. Sports Overnight America on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Uh, social media stuff. Uh, I'll still give out Jen's Instagram handle. It's at a girl of many hats. Uh, you can get me across all platforms at Jeff Rich Talks. And you can get the Sports Byline Network at Sports Byline USA. You can find that on Facebook and Twitter. Uh, catch us live at 10 p.m. Pacific time. The show runs six nights a week, uh, about four nights a week. You're going to hear my voice uh, along with that of my wife, Jen, of Ryan Leong in San Francisco, of Ernest Hester here in the Valley of the Sun, and Shane Koenig up in Colorado. And speaking of Shane, we've got him with us right now. So let's uh, let's keep it going. Uh, we've talked a little bit about baseball, but not in the context of the present day headlines. Uh, and there are a couple. First of all, pitchers and catchers are supposed to report today. I know I know that's uh, not a big deal, but in baseball lore, I think it's a rite of passage of the end of yeah, the offseason. It's I mean. I'm still of the generation that pitchers and catchers and baseball season is still something that is linked to America forever. And um, I really do. I'd really do love baseball and I, I, I love it because I, I played it and I understand a little bit more of the, the nuance of it. I love watching it live. Sometimes watching it on TV can be um, frustrating, especially with the, the current baseball where it's home run or strikeout. And um, that type of uh, baseball has become a little more monotonous. And I hope that that I, I think things are going to be cyclical and some small market team is going to put together a small ball team that wins it. And people will try to change back to the, the more exciting and more um, movement and and uh, and just flow of a, of a really good baseball game. Um, but pitchers and catchers is still something exciting. It's um, baseball has this persona that you spend the most amount of money, you win the championship. And although that can happen, there are, um, especially as a Royals fan, there are teams that are now building from their own internal scouting, their own um, building of their own stars and retaining of their own stars or trading them away and getting picks and, and recycling it. The, the Tampa Bay Rays are starting to get recognized as being able to have uh, success over many, many years doing the same thing over and over again. And I think the Royals are trying to do that. And um, I think a lot more teams are, are going that way. And I think it makes it more of a overall um, across the league. People have a lot more um, hope, very similar to a football uh, season starting where 16 team, 16 teams or, 
you know, maybe 15 without the Lions that they feel like they might have a shot at the playoffs and, and doing something special. So it, I think it's going to start changing to a more fluid game. Um, I think that might take a few years. But uh, with that, I think it'll also be a lot more of a, a, a hope filled and a lot more level playing field. Why can't the Colorado Rockies and the Arizona Diamondbacks adopt that model and scrap tradition? Because the Colorado Rockies are literally, well, not literally, because it's really not the definition of insanity, but they are doing that definition of insanity. They they want to make changes, and the ownership group keeps hiring people that are of the same mindset as the other uh, guy before them. So the uh, Dan O'Dowd, and then they're like, oh, Dan O'Dowd, he's terrible. We need to do get something new, and they promote his assistant. And now they're bringing in um, – new blood that is within the organization. The same people that worked under Dan O'Dowd, the same people that worked under Breidich, and now the Monfort's son is head of scouting, someone that has never played baseball before, wasn't really even involved in the baseball side of things. Um, so the answer, and I, I can't speak on the Arizona side, the Colorado side is because ownership. Ownership knows that no matter what they put on the field, course Field is in downtown Denver, um, lower downtown and they will fill have at least half the stadium full because it's a pre-party and then everybody goes out downtown um, so they're not motivated to have a strong product on the field and my other favorite team the my true loyalty the the Kansas City Royals their baseball field is near nothing so if you don't put a good product on the field there's no one that's going to show up um, they have to have you know, $5 you can sit anywhere or $10 you can sit anywhere or uh, buck night. And they have to do promotions like that to get families to come to the stadium where when the Royals are good, they sell out everything because everybody loves to go watch them. I can tell you that when the Rockies were good and made a run in the playoffs for a couple seasons, downtown Denver was rocking. It was amazing. Um, it, there was a lot of excitement here. Um, so, I think it has to do with ownership, just not making the decision that they want to either spend money on a general manager or do something different because they don't want to admit that they did something wrong in the first place. Yeah, your downtown, at least the Lodo part of downtown, is like night and day from what we have in Phoenix. Uh, there is no buzz even before or after games for the Diamondbacks. Suns are a little bit different, and you know you have to appreciate the context of how different the Suns are in the present tense uh, versus where they were just you know three four years ago. Yeah, I mean, uh, and that's the other interesting part. So, like a perfect example, uh, five years ago, maybe even six years ago. You would have said uh, the Rockies, they have uh, same ownership, but they're going to build and well, they, they should put a decent product on the field. At the same time, that was the season that um, near the same season that um, Stan Kroenke turned over, or, you know, quote unquote, turned over ownership to Josh so that he could run the Nuggets and the Avalanche. And Josh went in and they cleaned house and the Avalanche were terrible for two years and Joe Sackick was the general manager and they built from the ground up and now they're one of the best teams in, in the NHL and they've done some really strong free agent moves as well, as well as grabbing Darcy Kemper. And then the, the Nuggets, Josh played at the University of Missouri. So when people are like, well, he doesn't know what he's doing. He was actually pretty good. He was an above average college basketball player that worked in the transitions of two different coaching 
regimes and, and played on both squads in two different positions and did what was needed and, and played really, really well and was a very smart basketball player. And now they are drafting and building from within. And they, if they have a fully healthy team, they're probably one of the top three or four best teams in the West. Without a fully healthy team, they're the sixth best team in the West. So they have an ownership group that A, knows what they're doing, B, knows how to spend money and where to spend it. I mean, they've let the supposed messiah for multiple organizations in uh, Nigeria go, and they have Tim Connolly. And they before that, they had another guy, and they let him go, and they let they kept Tim Connolly. So they know who what they have and who they have and, and can um, commit to something or let something go. The Rockies just can't. I mean, they've let Tulowitzki go for almost nothing. And then they did the same thing with Nolan Arenado, who is one of the top five probably best players in the league, if not the best third baseman in the league. And they got nothing for him. It's like you just don't have a commitment to an idea. If you're going to be a small market team then you and you want to get rid of your best players, you have to get a haul in return. That's what the Tampa Bay Rays do. That's what a lot of small town or small market organizations do. And the Rockies don't commit to anything. They don't have a plan. They committed to Arenado. Well, they committed the contract to Arenado, right. but it was pretty evident that they were looking to dump that somewhere else very, very quickly. But that's so that's the problem, right? They're like, oh, we want to commit to Arenado, but we're not going to make him the highest paid third baseman in the league. We're all going to give him an okay contract. He's going to resign, and then we're going to try to trade him with an okay contract. His rookie contract before you sent was an amazing contract. So if you're going to trade him when he's on an amazing contract and it's going to be a benefit to another team, then you get a better haul. Once you sign him to a bigger contract, you're kind of strapped. People are like, well, I don't want to take on that contract. I'm going to give you less. They don't commit to an idea. If you're going to commit to the idea, then then commit to it. Like, hey, we had Matt Holiday. We traded him away. We got Carlos Gonzalez. That was a good trade. We got young talent that developed and was good. They didn't have that success at any point on after that. The Kansas City Royals won the World Series, and every Royals fan knew that within two years, those players are not going to be there anymore. Other than Salvador Perez, none of those players are going to stick around. They knew that. The Kansas City Royals are committed to that. And the uh, city of Kansas City is okay with that. They're drafting talent. They have good players now. They're going to try to make a run with a good young pitching staff and see what they can do in the next four to five years. Just commit to the idea and you'll be fine. They just don't have a commitment to something. And I have a feeling from knowing a little bit about the NLS that Arizona is in the same thing. They keep switching. They have different people coming in and different managers coming out and different people overseeing the organization to try to put a little baseball spin on it. And they don't commit to an idea. All right. Uh, the Washington Nationals trying to commit to Juan Soto, but he says no thank you. $350 million, and he turns it down. Uh, the only reason to turn down that kind of money is because uh, Scott Boris is your agent. Scott Boris is your agent, <laughs> and you don't want to be stuck playing for the Washington Nationals. See, I don't I don't look at uh, Boris so side-eyed anymore now that I've dealt with uh, Drew Rosenhaus on the football side. No, I think, I think that Scott Boris – He's an advocate for his his person. I have a twenty what twenty five year old talent, twenty three year old talent that's one of the better players, if not one of the best players in the National League. If I and not knowing what's going to happen with the salary cap or no salary cap, 
there's a chance that we can go year to year, get him to free agency, and I can make him more money. That's what's best for him. Yeah, 23 years old. Uh, October 5th, 1998, uh, date of birth. That's uh, just another reminder of just how old you and I are, Shane. <laughs> All right, we got to throw it to a break here. Uh, we got to give a shout out to the troops listening on the American Forces Network. Shane Canning in Colorado, Jeff Rich in Arizona. This is Sports Overnight America on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, and we'll be right back. I need postcards printed and designed. Oh, and a targeted direct mail campaign. It's possible at Staples. I need my presentation printed, bound, and perfect. Also possible. Your local Staples store can help your business navigate the future of work with custom printed sales and marketing materials. Now get 25% off custom printed labels, postcards, flyers, brochures, and more when you spend $60 or more. Explore what's new at Staples, the working and learning store. Ends 129 in-store only. See staples.com slash print for details. This whole wall needs to be shelving, too. This is a focal point in our restaurant. Leilani's new restaurant will have the largest wine cellar in the city. She needs a robust sommelier with notes of procurement manager. Indeed can help her hire great people fast. Uh, I need Indeed. Indeed you do. Instant Match instantly connects you with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your sponsored job description. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. Drivers who switch and save with Progressive save over $700 on average, and those savings add up. Imagine what you could buy in the future. Hey, remember how 20 years ago I switched to Progressive? Well, now it's the future, and I used all those savings to buy this new hologram phone. Because, you know, it's the future, and everything is holograms now. So switch to Progressive and save big, because those savings can add up in the future. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National annual average insurance savings by new customer surveyed who saved with Progressive in 2020. Potential savings will vary. And now an important message from Exergen. A critical new FDA study proves that non-contact thermometers are not accurate. They also have inaccurate information on their labels regarding accuracy. New COVID strains are on the rise, and non-contact manufacturers are being irresponsible. At a time when accuracy matters, accurate temperature measurements are essential. Switch to Exergen because they are accurate and backed by over 100 clinical studies. Be sure, be accurate with Exergen. Learn more at exergen.com. Hello? You there in the car. Listen, if I was a cop, I'd pull you over and ask to see your insurance. Woo, I bet that would scare the heck out of you. <laughs> but seriously, I still want you to get your insurance papers out. Whoa, that's ridiculous. Look, we all have cars. That means insurance. But newsflash, you don't have to pay a fortune for it. What smart people all over the United States are doing is saving hundreds of dollars hauling AIS insurance. Some of you could be saving up to $600 a year. Maybe with an extra $600, you can get your car washed at least once a month. I mean, come on, look at it. Look, my job is to help you save money on your car insurance. So pick up the phone, call AIS Insurance right now, and get your car washed, please. 800-756-3744. 800-756-3744. 800-756-3744. That's 800-756-3744. Now back to Sports Overnight America with Jeff Rich. Hey, everybody. We're back. 
It's Foul Territory on Sports Overnight America. Shane Koenig in Denver, Colorado. Jeff Rich in Phoenix, Arizona, live at 10 p.m. Pacific time. If you are catching us on the replay, uh, the show airs live at 10 p.m. Pacific time on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Just uh, stream the network live at sportsbyline.com, and you will not have any problems finding us uh, when we come on late at night because because we're late at night we don't have to follow any particular format we got to do whatever the hell we want uh you know around here uh you know i think that we tend to shoehorn basketball and and football in maybe where it uh isn't so prevalent just because you know it's on our agenda it's what the hell we feel like talking about so uh i i get it out there uh covered covered quite a bit with Major League Baseball, though we didn't visit the lockout specifically, but, you know, we want those days. We want opening day. Uh, down here in Arizona, I definitely want to uh, have a day to sit out in the sunshine watching a bunch of guys I've never heard of playing, uh, you know, playing baseball. <laughs> and and truth be told, even if uh, we stay locked out throughout spring training, uh, minor league season is going to start on time, so uh, they're going to have somebody at those sites, uh, you know, getting yeah. getting ready for a season, if it, even if if it's not uh, major league talent, which, you know, in some of these camps like the Texas Rangers camps, they're kind of used to that anyway. I think yeah, when you talk about, you know, with uh, the the Rockies, I pay a little bit more attention, but the Royals for a long period of time uh, and same with the Diamondbacks. And I'm sure Miami Marlins fans feel the same way when you say watching a team I don't know. It's almost needs to be followed by watching a team I don't know so I can possibly get to know them. Hey, uh, there's that guy. Okay, remember that guy's our starting first baseman this year. Okay, try to keep his name in my head and try to remember who he is so I sound halfway intelligent when I talk about him instead of, yeah, those guys that aren't very good. What's their names? What's his bucket and who's his face? So I always felt like that when the Royals were always floundering for you know, 20 years. It's like, oh, uh, Mike Sweeney. Who's the other guys? I, I don't know. Some Somebody we picked up off of waivers, I'm sure, somewhere. That's I got a minor league invitation. Bob Hamlin. That's the other one. Hammer and, and Bob I, Hamlin. And I never remembered. I never had the time or the the inclination to try to remember everybody's name because they were never stuck around for more than you know two to three years other than Mike Sweeney. So I always feel like when spring training starts and your team's not very good, you're you're hoping you're hoping to remember a name that someone on your team is memorable enough to remember their name. Right. Right. Well, you know, it's it's crazy because the Oakland A's through Moneyball and really yeah. just baseball, you know, if you follow baseball itself, uh, you know, they were known as a feeder team for the contenders at the byline. And what's sad about this, Shane, in your case, is that the Kansas City Royals were like the feeder system for the Oakland Athletics. Oh. I believe that uh, Jeremy Giambi made his way to the <laughs> Athletics, uh, you know, by way of the Kansas City Royals, and unfortunately, yes. we yep. learned of his uh, passing last week. Yeah, I think that um, we always joked about the idea of the Royals being a minor league system, but they they really were. They were almost like if there was relegation in baseball we're we're the upper level relegated team that was playing they got moved up unexpectedly and now we're trying to compete but we're really not it it was and and the funny thing is you talk about through the money ball years and even now with the a's we talked about it last segment and with the rays as well it's a commitment right they're still committed to a formula and having success when doing it they have an idea of who has value and who doesn't and when they don't have value in their own market it doesn't matter what other people think 
they're going to trade away and hopefully get value. And I think that's across the way of any sport. I mean, we're talking about big basketball trades that happen and how much, how committed were the Sixers to the idea of, hey, this is the process. And they thought they were in the process. And then all of a sudden at the end of that, you know, quote unquote process, they have to bring in the Colangelos and they change things up. And now they're changing up again with Daryl Morley. And it's like, is there a commitment to an idea? Is now Daryl Morey going to be the commitment to that idea? Because if it is, is that really a commitment? Because so far the the Rockets committed to that idea, and although Golden State was in their their side of things, they didn't really come out with that much success committing to what he thought was the the right team. So do you think process. he should be should still be there? Do I think that Daryl Morey should still be in Houston? No, Hinkle in Philly. I think that. If you were going, you got Ben Simmons and you got Joel Embiid, and that was the beginning of the process. Then why you would cut it short and then all of a sudden start trading for players to build up a, a roster that costs more money when you still had, you know, a couple more draft picks that you wanted to see it through? I I, I don't know if I would have stuck with Hinkle, but maybe um, somebody that was willing to you kind of switch to the total opposite, right? Colangelo's are. Let's let's get this going now versus, hey, we've waited a while and we've got young talent. I'm not sure you're the guy to develop the young talent and bringing someone in that was kind of in the middle of the road. Hey, we've got two people we can build on. How do we go from there? What veterans do we need to bring in rather than signing? I mean, their players are good, but now look at what they have now. They have Mac. They have young players that they've drafted that are overplaying where they thought they were, and that's what's allowing them to be in the top part of the East. So, I mean, they're almost committing, recommitting to the idea of drafting and developing where they were committed to that, and then they switched and tried to bring in players that were you know, near their prime, and now the players that are taking them through are, are the young guys that, like a Maxi and you know, a, a Thibel, those guys are, are playing and, and filling in those roles really well to keep them moving forward in the East, and I think that going and getting James Harden, I don't think anybody won this trade, the Nets or the Sixers. <laughs> I think they both got people that are chemistry killers and are going to, um, I think they're going to have a peak at the end of this year, beginning of next year, and then it'll all, all downhill from there. Because that's their, that's their MO. Hey, I'm, a, I'm a ama- James Harden, I'm amazing. If you surround me with the right players, we'll, we'll go to success. Well, you had, Chris Paul and you didn't want to play with him and you had Westbrook and you didn't want to play with him and it's, and you were in Oklahoma city and they couldn't afford to keep all three of you and you didn't want to play with them. So it's going to be a, yeah, we can win a title and then you don't pass it to a Joel and beat enough times on a screen and roll. And he's the, he's the guy on that team. And you're going to start to have a souring of another organization with James Harden and realize it's Harden and not the organizations. And I think Ben Simmons is just, I, I don't want to make light of the idea that he might have a mental health issue, but it's also similar to like a Markel Fultz, right? There was something that kept him from really being the the driving force behind a team. He's just a guy. I think Ben Simmons is just a guy that happens to be 6'9". Um, he could be the next Draymond Green, but Draymond, Draymond Green is a driver. He is a force. He wills his team and has an attitude about him. Ben Simmons doesn't have that. He wasn't a winner in college. He hasn't been a winner yet in in the pros. And he uh, obviously has a challenge responding to pressure, whether that has to be do with mental health or not. And I don't think that's going to be 
the key for the Nets. I think actually getting Seth Curry is a huge win for them because they replace that Joe Harris shooting touch um, and that keeps the floor spread. So when Durant comes in, he has a shooter on his side. I think that's a bigger part of the trade than even Ben Simmons. Do you think the Lakers waved the white flag on the season by sitting on their hands at the deadline? I saw, I didn't even open the little like teaser, but th- there was an article that was out there that they said that the reason they didn't trade Westbrook for John Wall again is they didn't want to pay in the luxury tax. That is an excuse to wave the white flag. They're just trying to hope to get through the season where everybody gets healthy and maybe they get into the playoffs and get some playoff tickets sold. Um, I think that, you have team players that are out there that are trying to be general managers. Kevin Durant is one of them with the Nets. Um, LeBron has been that forever. And other than the amazing year in Cleveland, he hasn't had the most success being a general manager with an opinion. Because even when he was in Miami, he wasn't the general manager. Pat Riley wasn't giving up that control. Mm-hmm. When you left it with someone that you trusted – what that might say something about his time in Cleveland is that he didn't trust David Griffin. But when you have someone that you trust to make these decisions, you leave it to them. They know how to build the team. That's what they're hired to do. I don't think that Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, and Draymond Green were going to Bob Myers and requesting that people come to their team and they trade certain players and they need this and need that. It's like Bob Myers is like, I built this team. You guys trusted me. Let me do my thing. And he's always um, taken that trust and shown that he's worthy of it. I, I just don't think that players making decisions on who should be on their team and who shouldn't is a smart decision because they have an emotional attachment instead of just seeing the fit. Tony and Parker, that gonna... Tim Duncan, they, they never made noise. They, they stayed right. out of the way and let Buford do his job. Exactly. And they they knew what San Antonio's job was. They knew what their market size they knew what their expectations were and they rather than saying i need a different player they they drafted and found players that fit those needs but they also were like what can i do to fill that role and i don't think that ben simmons is going to do that i think ben simmons could be a better Draymond green he has amazing court vision he has amazing speed he's an amazing rebounder if he just focused on he could be a poor man's Giannis and a equal to Draymond Green all at the same time. But he thinks that he needs to be the center of attention. He thinks that he needs to be coddled because he's been told that he's the best player out there. And he needs – Ben Simmons needs to be the third or fourth best player on your team for you to win a championship, not the second best player on a team. Like he, right. He's supposed to be with the Nets. I'll have to save the Karis LeVert question for the next time we connect here because I, I do want to get a few thoughts from you on Super Bowl 56. Um, I, I wanted the – I was cheering for the Rams. I didn't really care who won. Um, I – there are two parts. Selfish part was I wanted the Bengals to win so Patrick Mahomes would be more motivated to beat Joe Burrow and to prove that he could be the better quarterback in the AFC. Um, I think that uh, the Rams showed a ton of what they're made out of as a team. From um, your favorite player getting injured, he he who will not be named to getting injured, Matt Stafford almost getting his ankle broken, um, to just – force feeding Cooper cup and willing team, the biggest stars of the team willing their team to victory. Um, I, I really liked it. And I think it showed that Matt Stafford, how not necessarily much of a winner is, but how 
tough he's been in Detroit and not have a spotlight on him. And now the spotlight is on him. People are like, damn, he's tough. Yep. He sure is. And I think that that's cool that that got shown. Well, nobody cares about moral victories. I think that Cincinnati certainly proved themselves to be worthy of the stage. I don't think that it's fair to call what they've got going on a fluke. The talent is obviously there. I think that Zach Taylor, like Sean McVay before him, could take this Super Bowl loss and and maybe use it as motivation uh, to rebound to get his team back back there because you know there were a lot of comparisons with uh burrow to marino you know where you assume that you'll be back and you could play an entire you know long career in the league and not have that opportunity again when you look at the afc no window is wide open because there's a threat looming around every corner i think that they're they're gonna have to make some tough decisions and i hope that they don't get um nostalgic about it um, I honestly think that I'm going to I'm going to blank his name now because he was on my fantasy football team and I, I hated him. But their third wide receiver, although he had his only his first drop and it really isn't indicative of that. Are we talking about Boyd Higgins? Boyd. Boyd. Okay. I think they need to trade Boyd. I think they need to get like a second or third round pick for him. Not because of anything that he did. I think they just need the picks because they're going to need to start getting a young talent that they can develop. So Burrow, when he goes under contract, they have young talent. And I think that that's going to uh, need to start being their mindset very soon. All right, let's get out real quick. Shane in Colorado, Jeff in Phoenix, uh, Sports Overnight America. We'll be back with more on the other side. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and -and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorns Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Most of us like to be out in the sun. That's why sunscreen and other safety measures are key to protecting your skin from aging and cancer. The FDA recommends using a sunscreen with a sun protection factor, or SPF, of 15 or higher. Also, look for broad spectrum on the label. That means both harmful ultraviolet A and B rays are blocked. UVA rays age the skin. UVB rays burn. And both cause cancer. 
But the perfect sunscreen doesn't count if you use it wrong. Don't need sunscreen on a cloudy day? Wrong. 80% of UV rays still get through the haze. Only use sunscreen at the beach? Nope. Anytime you're outside, UV rays attack the skin, so you need protection. And you have to reapply sunscreen every two hours. Remember, SPF plus broad spectrum equal healthy fun in the sun. Visit www.fda.gov sunscreen for more information. A message from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. You're listening to Sports Overnight America with Jeff Rich. Welcome back in, everyone. Jeff Rich and Shane Koenig on Sports Overnight America from Phoenix and Colorado, respectively. Uh, kind of went all around it today. I told you that it was going to be a kind of a <laughs> random show before we went to air, and uh, I think that it's uh, certainly lived up to the billing. Uh, one thing that you hinted at uh, you know, in the brief moments that I gave you to uh, discuss an entire-ass Super Bowl was that uh, Odell Beckham Jr. catches the first touchdown of the game. Uh, it has two receptions for, I want to say, 52 yards. Played brilliantly in the limited action that he had, and and, you know, I've, I've said my piece. I, I did not care for the way that uh, he orchestrated his exit out of Cleveland. And to add to that, I did not care for the way that Al Michaels and Chris Collinsworth spoke uh, complete mistruths about uh, him being let, you know kicked to the curb by Cleveland. That's anything but the truth. Uh, Cleveland bent over backwards to accommodate the guy. But uh, I'm not sharing his injury. In fact, uh, I think it's devastating because the whole reason he wanted to get out of Cleveland was to put good game tape out there post ACL injury and he's right back to where he was uh going into this 2021 season so it's great crazy to me that they bring OBJ in he he plays well he did put some decent tape out there and then he gets injured and the Rams the very next year are going to have Robert Woods right back again so they're going to have another uh, uh stud second receiver that should be healthy enough to to make a big difference in it. And they may not have to even bring back OBJ. They may be able to get him on a good deal on the first year and then stack it into the second year. Um, there's rumors that, that the chiefs were interested in that. And I hope that's not true because we need a healthy second or third wide receiver on the team. But yeah, I mean, not only uh, injured, but affecting his money as well, which is a bummer. Hey Shane, your time is appreciated as always. Thank you, sir. All right, that's going to do it for us here tonight. For Shane Koenig, for our crew on the other side of the glass in San Francisco, my name's Jeff Rich. This has been Foul Territory on Sports Overnight America. Now stay tuned for more sports coming your way next hour on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network.